when you plan for the sake of his purpose and kingdom. Isn't it good to be alive? Well, we're delighted that Alive Church, we are one church in eight locations. And it's as we announced last week in 2020, it's a huge year for us because we will be launching our ninth location in the north of the city of Lincoln. Can we have a woo-woo, everybody? So we are so, so excited about that and uh, feeling really great about it. So this is week two of Vision. So we're going to be talking, as Stuart said, uh, our vision is very clear. It's knowing everybody to know God, everyone to grow in their relationship with God, and everyone to go for God, to go out there on holy fire, to do something amazing for his kingdom. And we all know 2020 is talking about vision. And as I said last week, 2020 vision is about distance, clarity, and sharpness. It's not perfect vision. So if you're thinking, I've got to get everything in line for 2020. I've got to go for it. I've got to have everything sorted. No, 2020 vision isn't about having perfect vision, but it's about clarity and sharpness. Last week, we talked on people who find it really easy to see in the distance, visionaries. And then some, uh, we talked about also long-sightedness and short-sightedness. For those people who are right before them, they love to get into the nitty-gritty of detail. And I just want to say we all need to move together to see the kingdom expand, to see our vision uh, be made right for God. You see, Bob Goff says this. I love this. God isn't in the business of punishing us with reminders. Instead, he pursues us with love. He doesn't grimace at our failures. He delights in our attempts. What a great thing. I want to say to you, God is delighting in you having to go for him. I don't think you have to have everything in line, everything in perfect in perfect harmony, but you have to give it a go. You have to go for an attempt with God. And I love that. Phil Doughty, I want to give you and Rose a massive shout out for going consistently up to the hospital. Their hospital chaplaincy, Phil was telling me over the last three months, he's led nine people to Jesus Christ. Totally people are unchurched. Out in the community. I love that. I am like, more, more, more. Can we get a revelation of who God is? And it doesn't matter where we go, we carry the presence of God with us. That's an amen, everybody. That could be a spontaneous round of applause with handkerchiefs flying. This is good stuff. Church, this year, shall we attempt something extraordinary for God? Who's up for it? Who's up for giving it a go? We've got our vision, knowing, growing, going. Who's up for giving and doing something extraordinary for God? In 1998... A good guy called Reed Hastings. What a name that is. Reed Hastings. Had a rather large late fee from Blockbuster. Who can remember the Blockbuster days? Who used to love a Friday night, Blockbuster? Should we hire out two movies or three movies? What, we have a marathon for the night? Well, who used to remember them annoying fees you used to get? When you used to, you used to post it through the letterbox so you wouldn't need to speak to someone, but it would all be on the computer that you still had to pay them. Yeah? Are you feeling me with the blockbuster? The blue and yellow blockbuster sign. Well, Reed Hastings clocked up quite a few blockbuster um, fees. So frustrated about the service, he went on to set up an online and streaming service called Kibble. He launched, well, as he launched it, over the years, he created 4 million subscribers. He later developed the company to be now working in around 125 countries with over 158 million subscribers and is now called Netflix, which has become a household name. He gave it a go. He was frustrated with uh, something that happened at Blockbuster. He saw an opportunity and he gave it a go. Church, I want to say to us, wherever you're at today, let's give it a go for God. I believe that if our heart's right 
and we're after God with everything that we've got, I believe we can do extraordinary things for God. Can we have an amen? We don't need a New Year's resolution. We need a revelation of who Jesus is and how good he is. I'm preaching on fire today, everybody, aren't I? Get your notebooks out. I'm going to drop some bombs in your life, everybody. I have to say it because, you know, not many of you are encouraging me about my preaching recently. Richard, thank you. I appreciate your love. Thank you. You keep going, Mariam. Yep. I can just see a swimming pool added to your kingdom in heaven. Any more comments from the floor? Helter Skelter. Thank you out there. Yeah, I love it over there. Deuteronomy 1, verse 6 to 8 says this. We brought this up at Revive on Thursday. I love this. Okay, this is about Moses' time. When we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord our God said to us, You have stayed at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and move on. Go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all the neighboring neighboring regions. The Jordan Valley, the hill country, the western foothills, the Negev and the coastal plain. Go to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon and all the way to the great Euphrates River. Look, I am giving you all this land to you. Come on, does that stir up some faith in you? I am giving you, God says, I'm giving you all this land to you. Go in and occupy it. Can we ever preach it, Dan? Three of you. For it is the land the Lord swore to give to you, your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to all their descendants. Guys, I want to say to us as a church, God has given us land to possess. He is saying to us, the south of the city, you go for it, you run in. You see things change, you see things shift. Your workplaces, your community, your schools, your libraries, your neighborhood. God is saying, there's your land, go and possess it. Go and say, this is the Lord's land. And see him do marvelous and wonderful things. Go and take the hospital for Jesus Christ. Go and take your workplace. It might start off with one conversation, but God is saying, go and do it. Does that stir you with uh, fresh passion? You see, when they said it, they said, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. What is it, the mountain that you're staying at long enough? What is it, old mindsets? Old ways of thinking? Lack of faith? Lack of unbelief? Lacking the supernatural? What is it that the mountain that we are staying at? Because God says, leave the mountain. I believe that in 2020, as we look at vision, he's going to be giving you a new heart to go after all of his purposes. To say, go and possess the land. Go and do it for God. Does that fill you with fresh faith and excitement about what we can achieve? You see, I don't think half the time we, we realize who we are in Jesus Christ. We're a royal, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are sons of the living king. Do you know what authority we have? The same power that rose Jesus Christ from the grave lives in us. We've got this year to talk out of a new authority. A possession authority that says, this is the Lord's land. I'm going to take this. We've got to step up, roll up our sleeves, and know who we are in God. That's the exciting thing. That should get you going. So 2020 is a huge year for us, as you know. Where are we going? Well, we announced it last week, but I'm delighted. We will be playing the video again. Uh, Katie, if that's all right. Round of applause for all of our amazing tech team. 
So I'm going to be looking at six things of where we're going and then also talk about our priorities and how we can do it. So number one, where are we going this year? As a live church, we are planting a north location in Lincoln. Come on. That's it. We are getting excited about this. We are going into the north of the city because God has given us that land and we're going to go in and possess it for God. Around about 90 people have made first-time decisions to follow Jesus Christ since we launched this location. We're going to do that in the north. But it's going to have a plus sign on it because we're going to launch north with some Red Bull in its midst and the Holy Spirit. We're going to see hundreds of come to know Jesus. We're sending out the amazing Martin and Anne Winslade. Ben and Kat Mid are going out there. Come on, this is us. This is one church. We're feeling so delighted about it. We're going to see them fly, release into their gifts. This is us doing it. So if you weren't here last week, we are going to be playing the uh, video again. Now, please don't look at my awful lip sync reading when Stuart's speaking or Stuart's shoulder that keeps going like that, okay? But just to make sure that we're crystal clear on our vision for where we're going with the North location, we're going to run this track. Since becoming a multi-site church in 2014, we have proudly stated that we Stop see looking a, at his shoulder. a strategic multi-site church made up of thousands, expressing itself in numerous locations, seeing many people come to faith, and equipping people who are passionate followers of Jesus Christ. We then proudly go on to say that we see a planting church who actively raise leaders and send teams to plant new locations. We see the power of our church readily working in partnership with other churches and ministries for the advancement of God's kingdom with a heart for the re-evangelization of the UK, believing we have a significant contribution to make. At the beginning of 2020, we acknowledge there is more to be done. As we recognize the number of successes we've had and our opportunities for learning, our vision and focus is stronger than ever. We are certain for what God has called us to. We are a community that believes that as we grow, we must go to advance the kingdom. On the journey of a live church, we've received a number of prophetic words that have spoken into our church strategy. From words about multiple location, as well as hearing that God will teach us to take the heart of cities. With all of this in mind, we believe the time is right for us to plant a new location of a live church. We love how a live church is growing. We are humbled by the team we have around us, and we are ready to follow the call of God for the heart of this city. We are so excited to announce that Alive Church are launching a brand new location in the north of Lincoln. We're in current talks with Bishop Grotesque University, and we are aiming for a September 2020 launch. I find it really interesting that for Irene and I, our first call into church planting was a call into the north of the city. And I'm stood in front of Newport Hall, which was a home to us for a number of years. So it's brilliant that we're going back into the north of the city that we love. The heart of everything we do in planting is to see people come to faith in Jesus Christ. And therefore, we'll be running a number of invitational events in the north of the city over the summer months. We've already been in contact with church leaders in the area and we're really looking forward to working in partnership with other churches for the advancement of God's kingdom. In February, we will be gathering people together for an information night for those who want to hear more about Alive's heart for the transformation of the north of Lincoln. The location will be named Alive Lincoln North. 
with the other two Lincoln locations becoming a live Lincoln Central and a live Lincoln South. We already have team prepared, led by myself. Until the appointment of our future location passers, me and Joe will still remain passionate as ever as location passers of Alive Lincoln South. This really is an exciting, monumental time for Alive Church. This year, we will see the start of Alive Lincoln North. Come on, let's give it up for that. Can I just say, it was very cold, everybody, all right? It was very cold. It's good to see you. So we are passionate about launching a, another location as a live church. We feel delighted about that. And we're going to be sending people to go and succeed and build the kingdom of God in that area. Carlton Estate, um, the Glebe Estate, St. Giles, Ermine, some of the villages around there. We believe in that's going to be a great year. We're also, as Alive Lincoln South, which we will be known from September 2020, we are still passionately going after our building. Who's believing for a miracle building? Come on, I'm believing that God is going to grant us a building. I don't know when or where, but I'm claiming 2020. Can you claim in faith with me about that? We are delighted also to be continuing our monthly evening services at Windmill Farm starting on February, the second week in February, and then it will be the second uh, Sunday of every February for that. And we're also launching our brand new service, the chapel service, which will be on a Sunday morning, 9 till 10, starting on the fourth Sunday of each month. And that will be led by Joe and a team. And that's going to be a fantastic time. Communion every week. Um, uh, not as full band as you expect. We're going to do that in another room in here. And that's going to be a great time uh, for those maybe who want to connect in a, in a slightly different way. Also... Um, we want to keep encouraging uh, the change of the name as that happens in September 2020 to, to understand that we are part of one church, okay? And then this year as well, we're going to be announcing this as the years go on, but we are doing a mission called Hope 2020. Some of you might be aware that there's a national organization and the message, HDB, loads of different other people are coming together and they're encouraging all churches to come together and launch missions all over the UK, now, when I got invited to Lambeth Palace, which was a real pleasure, they sold us out and they said, what can you do in your area? Well, I got really fired up about doing something in Lincoln. And in October 2020 of this year, we are looking to do five, uh, five nights mission in the engine shed in partnership with other churches, where there's going to be kids stuff, youth stuff, legacy stuff, worship and healing nights, and that's going to be a really great, exciting time. That's going to be called Hope 2020, and as the year goes on, we're going to be announcing more and more about that. Does that feel good? And where else are we going? Well, we are passionate about living out Jesus day in, day out. Supernatural living. As I said earlier, I'm reading a book um, uh, called Scattered Servants by a, guy in Alan, uh, by a guy called Alan Scott, who's led uh, a church, a vineyard church in Northern Ireland. It's a fantastic, uh, fantastic book about encouraging us. What our heartbeat is, that the action is Monday to sat Saturday, every day going out and hearing the stories. That's part of it. And he uses this phrase in this book where he says, everyone, everywhere, and every day. And I want us to think about that. That's what our role is. Everyone, everywhere, every day to bring in the kingdom of God. It might start with a little story. It might start with a little prayer. But we all have a responsibility to go out Saturday to, to, to Mon uh, sorry, Monday to Saturday every week to see the kingdom of God come in. We're a dream team here. And I'm so proud that you're a part of it. And I want to encourage you to bring your flavor. 
As I said last week, there's no iron team, but there's five in individual brilliance. Please bring your individual brilliance. Every, we need everyone on mission, everyone on vision, everyone moving together to see the kingdom of God extend. If we're all like Joe and invite a mate along to church or different access points, we're going to see this place transform. Are you with me? Finally, I brought this last week, this thought of who are we becoming? Who are we becoming? And I want us to continue to encourage everyone on our 21 days of prayer. Um, I've seen a few uh, skinnier faces out there, so I believe that a lot of people are doing it. Whether you're Dan Daniel fasting or whether you're doing a full fast, we're going to continue praying for 21 days and fasting to see all these promises and all this vision come to reality of what God's going to do. Every day there's something updated on Instagram stories or Facebook stories that gives you a bit of an outline of what we're praying for. And I encourage everyone to get into that. Fasting is brilliant. You see breakthrough. You see things change and shift. And I'm believing that's what we need to see, particularly with the building. Can we have an amen? Hebrews 10, verse 24 to 25 said this, And let us consider how we can spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. May we be a church who spur each other on, encourage each other on to go after the vision and the values of what God is doing. As we all know, knowing, growing, going is our vision. We touched on six uh, focuses that we're going to be doing last year. And, and last week, we talked about knowing. Well, today, I want to talk about growing and going very briefly. And Stacey's going to come up here in a minute when we start the going bit to tell us what's happening in the life of the church, out in the community every day. So, growing. We believe that every person, we want you to grow in your relationship with him. We believe that we're all disciples, that we're all learning, that we're all changing. And we want to inspire you and encourage you to grow in your relationship. You're not called to be static. You're called to progress and get closer in your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're called to spend more time with him. And as you spend more time with him, have his revelation in your life, you will naturally change. We want to be a church who grow into the fruits of the Spirit. So we're not losing our rag all the time like me and Joe did yesterday. Well, not Joe as much, me. You know, we want to be going into all the fruits of the Spirit. We want to be growing in our faith so that we're changing. Every year I make a commitment and I say, I want to be sharper. Next year I want to grow in my relationship with Jesus Christ. We want to encourage you within leadership development, development which is one of the focuses that we're looking at, that to say that I believe that all of you are called to lead in your sphere. If you're a Christian and you know God and you've had a revelation of what he's done in your life, you are called to lead to bring the light into the sphere that wherever you are. So when you're out doing Eden Solutions, gardening, over there in one of the, the gardens, you're there to lead and bring light into the garden, but also to bring light into your clients as you're doing it. And all of you, that's what we're called to do. Oh, wonderful to see Ken and Helen. They've been at Morton Hall Prison, by the way, this morning, uh, representing us and seeing loads of people. We hear some good stories from them. Welcome, guys. Great to see you. So we're going to be focusing on leadership development as part of our growth. And I believe that everybody is called to lead in the sphere that God has given you. We're ahead of the curve. We can take Jesus Christ because we've had revelation. So we are leading people into that goodness. Romans 12 verse 8 says, If it is leadership, let them govern diligently. We've got responsibility as people of God to bring in the kingdom in every area that we have. We've got responsibility to lead people into that. You see, if you're put in charge, and the message says on Romans 12, 8, if you're put in charge, don't manipulate. We're not here about manipulation. We're here about to bring in the goodness of God 
And as leaders in this house, we're here to equip you saints to go and do the business every day. Can we have an amen? amen. Romans 12 verse 4 uh, says this, leadership is a gift according to the grace given to us. Leadership needs development. Leadership requires diligence, character. That's who we are is more important than what we do. You know that, don't you? Who we are is more important than what we do. Maxwell says, every leader is a manager whose goal should be to maximize everyone's gift. I want to see the gold in you and bring it out and say, come on, you can go for it. Whatever your gift is. If you feel called to leadership, I want to encourage you to keep developing. Have a lifestyle of learning. Keep reading. Keep listening to podcasts. Keep listening and learning and developing. And I want to encourage you long term, if you feel that you're called into a uh, uh, kind of like leadership within this house as well. The academy are doing a phenomenal job. Joe is leading a wonderful academy. We've got a few of the guys on it. That's one area that you can continue to lead. Secondly, on growing, we believe that to grow in God, you need to have a focus on prayer. Develop a lifestyle of prayer. I was so pleased to have uh, revived this week. Around 50 of us gathered to pray. We want to encourage you to take your own time. Pray, pray in your own relationship with God. Lock the door. Walk, go for a walk. Connect with God on your own way. But there's something dynamic about us corporately coming together to pray and to claim things, to claim the land that God has given to us. So I want to encourage us. One of our focuses is continued prayer. I, I thank God that we've got 100 people in our prayer chain who are praying every day for this location. Can we keep praying for it? Fantastic. All right. Um, where are we going? I'm, I've gone. Oh, yeah, sorry. So um, the power of our and us. So I want to encourage us to pray personally, but also let's continue to pray corporally. And number three, finally, going. Our mission statement is knowing, growing, and going. I believe that as we know who God is, as we grow in our relationship, we have to go for him. The Great Commission says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The therefore go of that is about desire. I believe that I want God to stir up our desire as a location to go for God this year, to do something extraordinary, to see our mates win for God. And I love that. So we're highlighting evangelism uh, this year and influence. And you'll be hearing more about that as we go over there. You see, this scattered troops, I love this thought that as we go out of here, we're going to be contacting thousands upon thousands of people in every one of your life. That's your mission field. Go for it. I want to say, as we gather today, evangelism is not leaving it to the one or two. It's everybody taking responsibility for the kingdom of God and sowing seeds and scattering seeds and praying and connecting with different people. So you can do that every day. And also as a church, we do a lot of community projects. So I'd love to welcome Stacey up. In Stacey, brilliant, everybody. <laughs> Stacey, why don't you give us a bit of an, oh, everybody, going is everybody. So we're not just leaving it to some projects. But give us a bit of a, uh, an overview this year of where we're going with our community projects and some of your thoughts. Okay, so I think it was Rick Warren who said that for too long we have been known for what we stand against. And now we need to be known for what we stand for. And I think we're, we are called to tell a better story in everything we do. So as we go out into the community, as individuals, as Dan's talked about in all of our spheres, but also in our community projects, we go to tell a better story. And we're there to show a different way of life, to be salt, to be light, and to lead the way to the kingdom, lead the way to Jesus. So we're telling people that heaven is for everyone. 
and that Jesus is the way to get there. We're sharing the gospel, which is the good news, with everyone we come into contact with. And sometimes that's really openly. Other times, such as at choir, it, it looks like needs being met while people come together socially to sing. But as they're there doing that, and those needs are being met, Maria is there with her team, sharing God's love, being salt and light in that place. And it's a great connection point with church. And also this year, we've got some new things. So at the end of last year, you heard about the action teams, where we're connecting up with safe families and CAP and serving people in a really practical way. So when needs arise, such as if, if people have just found that their housework's got on top of them, we can go in there and help them, get alongside them as a one-off, help them get them back on their feet. Or if the garden's got really overgrown, um, we can do that. So if anyone's interested in being a part of that action team, please do come and talk to me because we've got work coming in all the time for that. And also, something I'm so passionate about, so I'm going to have to be really careful not to talk too much, but as Cy Hall spoke about when he preached a few months ago, there's a new project starting up, and that was born through people praying and fasting. And it is the Crisis Cafes project. So the NHS last summer actually approached the churches in Lincoln and said, if we give you the money to make this happen, can you open crisis cafes across Lincoln that will be open at night time? So if people come into a crisis with their mental health, they can have a safe place to go to, a place where they will be cared for and accepted and where their crisis can hopefully be de-escalated. So the first doors are going to be opening at Easter of a crisis cafe in Lincoln. And this is wholly funded by the NHS. And this was born through prayer and fasting. This is amazing. So if you'd like to know more about that, come and chat to me afterwards because I could go on for ages. Okay, thanks, Dan. And we are delighted that Stacey has actually got the job of coordinating the Crisis Cafe. Isn't that good, everybody? You know, with this evangelism and influence, we're going to be wrong if we think there's one access point happens for everybody. We love the fact that we've got an alpha course starting tomorrow. And we want to encourage everyone, still invite mates, 7.15 at Coffee Culture tomorrow. Or if you're thinking, you might have friends who are going. But we need multiple access points. All of our community projects, we're running about 12 community projects week in, week out that are helping people. But I want us to think bigger of our influence. You see, you are an access point for the kingdom of God. You are the access point. There's going to be some people or the only Bible or the only Christian that they meet will be you. And you are that access point. So we can't just leave it to projects or in a whim go, oh, I hope Alpha gets 50 people on it this term. Although we do hope Alpha gets 50 people on it. We are the access points for the kingdom of God. You don't need to be an evangelist to be able to share your story really naturally. And I want to encourage us as we go out, as we scatter out, share our stories really naturally. We shared a story with our friends, Jess and Nigel, um, over the last few years, living on the same street of them. Last week, they came along to the uh, six-year anniversary, and I said, oh, how did you find it? They said, this place feels like home. It's sharing the stories of what God is doing. It's scattering them seeds. You don't have to say, uh, bring out Bible verses, uh, you know, to them and speak over there. It's your natural way of how you're being. That is it. Can we have an amen? amen. So I want to encourage us this year, when we look at this evangelism and influence in our going, I want to say to us, sharing words, boldly can be courageous. Acts 4 verse 29. Now Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your words with great boldness. I want to encourage you to share stories, be bold, be courageous. I believe that this year we're going to be seeing more wonders and miracles and signs of God's power. 
Acts 4 verse 30 says this, Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When people see signs and wonders of God's miracles, they can't deny it. They might not fully get embedded in the community, but they can't deny it. And I want to say to us, as we influence, let's stretch our hands. Let's perform miraculous signs and wonders. One of the things that, as I've been fasting and praying, I believe that God is putting on me, as in this who are we becoming, is to be more supernatural, to see more miracles. And I believe that we will see miracles in this body, but I believe actually the miracles are out there in the community. I believe that as you boldly and courageously pray for your mates who don't know Jesus, that's where miracles are at as well. Serving through works and deeds of kindness. Acts 4 verse 33 to 34. Much grace was on them all. There were no needy persons among them. I believe that we do it through our deeds. We're not just people who proclaim and tell the stories, but we love people. I love our cap. I love our food bank. I love our A-teams who go out there and help people. I love our hospital chaplaincy. I love our safe families. I love our shed. I love our butterflies. I love our busy hands. I love our toddling. It's a and street pastors. I love our, keep shouting anymore, that Morton Hall. I love it. And the choir, community choir. I love these projects, but we are there to show love by our good deeds and who we are. Can we have an amen in the house? Bringing life into your world is what we are called to do. Consider these three basic principles. So like the word evangelism can sometimes be a bit scary, can't it? The word going, I feel, can be a bit easier because we're all called to go. We know that. In the Bible, it says, in, in the book of Matthew, 54 times, it says the word go. This is Jesus talking. In the New Testament, 210 times. In the New Testament and Old Testament, 1,514 times. The word go. So we know that we're called to go. Do we always need a calling to stay? Don't think that means everybody leaves to our north location, all right? No, that's not what I'm talking about now. But I believe it means go into whatever sphere God's calling us to. We're always called to go. We're always called to make a difference. So I want us to consider these three basic principles as we go for God this year. Number one, write this down. Recognize the authority we have in Christ and the message we can bring. If we know who we are and we recognize the power and the authority that God has given us, that is going to help us in our going mission. We don't need to be timid, we don't need to be shy, but we need to be bold and we need to be courageous. So recognize the authority. Number two, I'm calling this contact. Let's be people who rub shoulders with unchurched, with friends who don't yet know Jesus Christ. Let's try to be intentional about our lives. Let's invite the neighbours around this year if we didn't last year. Let's be intentional about who we're going to contact with this year. Let's be intentional about bringing life. Let's be intentional about buying presents to our, our friends at work. Let's be intentional about contacting people. One of the saddest things I see is when, when people become Christians and they lose some of their friendships of people who don't go along to church. And it's not in every case. But I want to encourage us. Let's be people who make contact. Let's rub shoulders with unchurch. Maybe this year, as you are thinking about what new things you can do, maybe join a club. An organization that is going to enable you to meet new people. Mix it up with people. I fancy curling this year. Is there any curling clubs in uh, Lincoln? If you do, please talk to me afterwards. But why not? I play football on a Monday night to contact with people who don't know Jesus. I love it. So recognize, contact, and thirdly, invite. 
Thirdly, for when we talk about going, I want us to be people of invitation. That's one of our core values. Invite people, number one, into your life. Not just invite them to church services. I think sometimes we make a bit of a, an error and we say, oh, we want to invite people into church services. That is brilliant. We do need to invite people into church services. But more than that, we need to invite people into our life because we are the access points. Some people are not quite ready to step into a, a church service. But I want to encourage us, invite people into your life. Don't be worried about if you show them a bit of vulnerability. Lauren lived with us for two years. Blimey, she would have seen it all over there. But, you know, it's good to share your life with people. It's good to say, yeah, we're vulnerable. We don't always get things right. But she would hope, hopefully, Lauren, hi, Lauren. Hopefully she would know that we are pursuing God with our whole hearts. We might get it wrong. We might shout at our kids and each other now and again. But, like, we are pursuing Jesus Christ. But to open your lives up is an access point for all that God wants to do. What's Joe whispering, Stacey? Tell me afterwards. <laughs> Invite yourself, uh, them to hang out with friends. I believe one of the great things about church is that we have multiple access points. Not everyone is ready for the service, but everybody's ready for something. It might be a meal around your house. It might be a service. It might be an alpha course. It might be a community choir. But everybody is ready for the invitation. Who are you contacting with? Who are you rubbing shoulders with? And who are you going to invite into the life of the church this year? Sam, would you mind coming up here? We're going to finish with a song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben, I'm not finished yet. But I am landing this plane anymore. Sorry, I haven't prompted you. We're going to have a response. We're going to have a response song today as I land this plane. Guys, I love the vision of this house. Knowing, growing, going. I love the vision of the church. I love the fact that 2,000 or so people are meeting as a live church today. Isn't that fantastic? We love that Gaines has been launched this year. We love in the fact that Lincoln North is going to be launched. We love in what God is doing in this house. And I am absolutely sold out for it. I want to again challenge us saying, are we part of this vision? What part can you play? I know as I've spoken about growing, uh, sorry, as I've spoken about going today, you might be thinking, yeah, but Dan, it's really hard. I kind of, maybe I don't fully get that because I find that easy, but there's areas of knowing and growing that I find a bit harder, that I need you to come alongside. What is it, knowing, growing, going? I want to encourage us all as we think about growing today and going to join a connect group. Launching back this week, every connect group, that can be a place where you can find family, you can find home, you can do life together. You can grow through Bible studies and notes. Notes have been launched next week for connect groups. If you're not in a connect group, please do go and see James and Sue, who will sign you up. We have 20 connect groups that meet all throughout the week. We'd love you to be part of that. Be part of our family. Do life together. That's how you grow. The kingdom of God grows through relationships rubbing shoulders with like-minded people and rubbing shoulders with people who don't yet know Jesus Christ. You can be a part of this vision. You can play your part. The Bible says, without vision, the people perish. This year we're going for it, guys. We are going for it. We're going to see a building. That's not the vision. We're going to see many lives transform. We're going to see as you guys go... This year, I'm making a fresh commitment to share more stories out in the workplace and more stories in the hotel chaplaincy. 
the more stories, is you, please come and tell us. We want to release stories of scattered people out there doing a business for God. It might just be, Dan, I haven't spoke to my neighbor for a month. And I had a conversation. I've, I've just introduced the fact that I'm a Christian. We want to celebrate that story because it's got to start somewhere. We want to celebrate stories upon stories. Make a fresh commitment this year that everyone needs to play their part. Scattered people of God. We gather to get revelation of God, to learn together, to worship together, to hear from God, to get healed, to have ministry together for a purpose to go out and see the kingdom of God come in. The kingdom comes in all, all areas. This Friday, I'd love for your prayers. Um, some of you might know one of the guys who was involved in Energize for several years, the youth project that we used to run, just before Christmas took his life. And he's, we got his crematorium service on Friday, which I'm leading. And the, the family came up to me. I met with them on Wednesday and they said, Dan, there's no one else would rather take the service than you. So I had to go around there and I met with them. And, and in that time, in that, their brokenness, I'm thinking, God, what can I say? Their child's taken their life. What can I say? Yet God gave me some words and the Holy Spirit ministered to them. And there were tears. And as I spoke some basic kingdom, there's life, there's light coming into your world. That God is, I, I said to them, I don't know where you are with your faith. But I know that God is someone who comforts us in our time when we feel lowest. And I'm believing that God's doing some stuff in their lives in this tragic circumstance. But we're called people to bring in the light in the darkness. That's what we're called to do. I want to release stories this year of what God is doing in your life. Where there is no vision, the people perish. To live the fullest life for God, I believe you have to partner with what He is doing. Look at what He's doing. Look at the projects. Look at the stories. And partner with Him. To say, look what's happening. What's God doing? And be involved with it. Be united in the vision. You might not agree with everything, but where there's unity, God commands a blessing. I want to encourage us to be in, be all in. We get it wrong, of course we will. We're people, we're flawed, but we're trying our best to see the kingdom of God extend. This year, a live church, can we be available and can we be up for all that God wants to do? Can we have vision 2020 that is sharp and clear and sees all that God wants to do? So I'm going to play my part. So as we respond today, I'm going to be asking if there's anyone who wants to make a first-time decision. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ yet or you want to make a recommitment to God to say, yeah, I'm going to go for it this year. But as we stand and sing this final song, I want to encourage us to say, what part are you going to play? What part in this vision are you going to play? So Sam and the team are going to lead us in there. And I'd encourage everyone, invite everyone if you're able to stand. And in your own hearts, this doesn't have to be a, a hands up thing. It just needs to be saying, God, I'm up for this vision. I'm going to go. I'm going to see what you're doing and I'm going to partner with you. I'm going to know you more. I'm going to grow my relationship with you and I'm going to go for you. I'm going to shed, share stories this year of your goodness. So let's respond to God as we sing our final song of the morning. in your presence 
just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. More than anything that you can do. I just want you. I'm sorry when I just sing another song. Take me back to where we started. And you open up my heart to you. And I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I'm sorry. I forgot that you're enough. Take me back to where it started. And you opened up my heart to you. So, Lord, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to say.
That's our prayer for this year. We're going to be on good standing, people. Nothing else would do. I pray that we fall more in love with Jesus. The vision of values is great, and we need that. We need vision. But more than anything, we want to fall in love with you, Jesus, so we do the things that you did. Give us revelation. Give us revelation, we pray. Thank you for this amazing church community here. Thank you for this location. I pray that we will get behind the vision of values, that we will live it out. And as we scatter from this place today, that we will come back with story upon story of your goodness. So anoint us, bless us for the year ahead, we pray, for 2020 vision. And all God's people said, Amen.